previously on Masks and Mayhem. Yardak is also pretty much a, a ward of the palace. He is best friends with the Prince Yarkalem. So I got offered a new position to be hospital administrator in Riverside. Oh! But I just felt like if you think you're going to be there for a while, you know, it's going to be tough for Carl to, you know, he's going to have to Leave it, leave a lot of his friends, at least the ones you know that won't be on on with his on his games or anything. Yeah, but I don't want I don't want to uproot my son's life if you're just gonna bug off again. I think I'm here for the long haul, and if you and Carl are coming out here, then yeah, I I can commit to this place. Who are these hostage takers? What do they want? We don't want to spread their message and influence other people. So as for now, just know they're the bad guys. Are they associated with the March? Are they associated with the Eco Friends? That we don't know. And, I, and I'm and going to say not to my knowledge. And I wanted to give you guys an opportunity. I've come up with like a name if you didn't, but uh, I'm going to let you guys name the the, the, the villains. What, what would you call them? The Green Wave. <laughs> Yardak, it is an important morning for you, because today is the day that your old friend, Yarkalen, <gasps> Prince of Atlantis, Ooh. is coming to Riverside. Okay. Let's paint the town red. Blue. Like water? Yeah. Red with the blood of your enemies? I mean that too. You know, girls night out. <laughs> but then you do use the water to clean up the blood. You're not meshy. Villains hate us. Custodians love us. <laughs> Where are you going to be meeting Yarkalen for his grand entrance? Down at the pier where I met Ula Brynn. Is this like an event? Is anybody else there to meet him with you? Nah. I mean, not that I would imagine. I feel like he's just like, hell yeah, I'm going on an adventure to see my friend and like just swim his little fishy self to meet me. Okay. So is he also unaccompanied then? I would imagine so. Okay. Well, you know, he's a, he's a foreign royal, you know. Do you have enough bodyguards? Oh, yeah, I was going to say, like, maybe, uh, like, he thinks he's by himself, but then, like, the king also had, like, some of the royal guard come, and they're, like, just kind of patrolling and swimming the area. I've definitely seen this movie about a president's daughter. <laughs> if that is the case, though, um, and I'm not confirming yay or nay, because we don't, we don't comment on royal security measures, does Yardak know about them? Uh, no, I don't think I would, because, like, if he didn't tell his son, he probably wouldn't have told me. Like, I mean, it's not, like, a big thing anyways. How much heads up did you get for this trip? I feel like we would have, like, because we've been wanting to do it, so I feel like it would be something that we had planned. So I'd, I'd say, you know, early afternoon. It's early afternoon? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you are out at the docks. There's a lot of uh, workers out there today loading different freight and whatnot onto ships. There's a large oil tanker, like a lot of shipping containers being hoisted by crane up onto these different freighters. 
oh, can we make it really dramatic and be like, as the crane raises the freighter and like the freighter rises up, there he is. (laughs) You are looking out along the water and you turn your head and over in the distance, you, you see the crane lift up one of these shipping containers and you see a somewhat perplexed looking Yarkhalen, Prince of Atlantis, looking around and you make eye contact with each other. And then I I throw my arms up and wide and, like, say, how would I greet him? I mean, you were, like, practically raised together. I was was gonna have him go in for a hug. Yeah, but, like, you know, like, we give each other shit. So, like, I see him from a distance and I throw my arms up and wave my hands and I say, hey, asshole! Yes, you there, commoner, have we met before? Oh, commoner is it now. Come here, come here, and he gives you a big, big, tight embrace. It has been far too long, my old friend. And to have you here on land, nonetheless, how's it been? Atlantis is troubled, of course, but things are going well. Uh, Father says hello. So your mom and dad are good as well? Yes, mother and father are doing well, all things considered. But enough of Atlantis. Tell me of what we should check here on land. Let me tell you about these mozzarella sticks. Yes, you have mentioned them to me before. A very interesting idea. But I also want to know, tell me of your life here. Who are your friends? What are you, what have you accomplished? Well, as far as accomplishing things, it seems like every time we do accomplish something, three other things pop up in its place, and it just uh, feels like a, an uphill battle. But, you know, we're doing our best, and the teammates I have here are great. Things are a little hairy with where we work, but, uh, you know, hairy in other ways, too. You should see we have a werewolf. I was going to say, if you don't make the joke, I am. (laughs) All things considered, uh, actually pretty great. Well, I am glad to hear that. What shall we do next? I assume this is not the height of culture for this town. Oh, God, no, not at all. Wow, rude. Those are the working class. No, I meant just like a shipyard. Like, it's not, like, exciting. To a guy who's never been on land before, you know, he's, he's interested. If you want some culture, I have a friend who actually just made a feature film hey. that we can see. I mean, I suggest first we can, you know, go out and about around the town and see some of the sites. I can show you the reservoir that almost kind of popped its cap when we were fighting Yardane and he summoned that water elemental. Maybe catch my friend's movie if we can find a good showtime. I can show you those mozzarella sticks I was talking about. Have a nice dinner. You know, do some, like, more relaxed things. And then I can introduce you to a few of the people that I work with, show you a few things that we're doing here on land, and, you know, see if, you know, another Atlantean approves of what's going on here, and, you know, maybe give some opinions, anything like that. Well, I don't know if I'm qualified to be judging everything going on here after such a short visit, but I am excited to see what all you do here. I mean, really? You'd love to judge me, so, I mean, this is just judging something else. You know what I meant. I do, I do. All right, let's go see what's going on around town. And what are Laserhawk and Ruby up to? I don't know why. I, I also, I, I gotta stop referring to Laserhawk always in hero name. Like, so what are Brock and Ruby up to? Let's be honest. You're calling it right. Brock's the facade. Yeah, I know, but it's unhealthy and I don't want to enforce it. What day of the week is it? What day of the week is it? Uh, we're going to say it's a, it's a Wednesday. Ruby has a job. I imagine Ruby's at work. Yeah, but filmmaking is, you know, not a normal nine to five, so. That is true. You know what? I'm saying Ruby, because we're saying it's like the middle of the day, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm saying Ruby's actually finishing up at work because uh, they had to be somewhere for like a night shoot. 
early morning into afternoon because they had to do a bit of an like I think they maybe needed to go to an area before like it opened up for the day. So it's been about a month since your last adventure. I want you to roll me a filmmaking check to see how this past month at work has gone. You've taken away my chance to just be like, I'm killing it. <laughs> I rolled okay. 23 overall. Oh yeah, Ruby's killing it. Yeah, I told you. Yeah, it's basically been a couple hard days, especially recently, but you're kind of just finishing up filming for the first like pilot episode of this new series. Like you had to do a couple reshoots, which is why it's taken so long. I don't think we ever established a title for this, right? No, we did not. Okay, I'm going to say uh, there isn't one. It has a code name right now. Okay, unnamed Space Cadet series. And what is the code name? Wouldn't it be funny if the code name was Star Trek? Code name Star Trek. <laughs> Trek Wars. Trek Wars. Oh, I love that, honestly. Trek Wars. Yeah, let's do that. Trek Wars Galactica. Yeah, you're doing really well. People are really noticing the help that you're you're giving. I feel like Ruby's been going a little beyond her station, even. Well, you tell me what she's been doing that people have been noticing. I would say that Ruby maybe saved the day in an instance where there was, like, something lore-wise that was, like, someone wasn't sure about. And Ruby, just with her, professionally came up and was like, oh, it's actually this. Yeah, I would say you corrected something, like, about the lore, and it's really good that you did, because it would have enraged the fans. I'm going to say it would have enraged the fans and or they would have had to do another reshoot. <laughs> I saved them some money. And that is much appreciated. Not that you'll see any of that money. No, I won't. Maybe maybe one day. Have you? Do you know what like assistants get paid in like Hollywood things? Not enough. Wendy's coupons. Meh, might as well. And what about Brock Baleo? Alright, so now the important thing to keep in mind about the Civil War is that no matter who tells you what, it was about slavery. Uh, okay, Dad, but this is like World War II test. But, I mean, that's, that's good information to know. Sorry, son, you know how I can sidetrack to fuck you guys. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, so you're talking to your kid. Are you on the phone? Is this like a video call? I imagine I'm on the phone. I can't imagine that I'm ready to FaceTime my kid yet and admit that I live in a warehouse. Question, wasn't that kid supposed to be moving here? Oh, yeah! So, yeah, Mom says that she's getting everything settled with the job, but she says, I'm gonna stay here until, like, the semester finishes and stuff. That makes sense. It's way too late in the school year for you to be moving out. Yeah, I mean, I'm, like, I'm gonna miss my friends and stuff, but it, whatever, I got, I got... I got their names and their numbers and stuff. We'll be able to, like, you know, play video games. Yeah, I was about to say, a lot easier for you than when I was a kid your age. You know, you've got, what is it, that Skype now, and, you know, all the FaceTimes and stuff like that. Didn't have anything like that when I was your age. Dad, I don't think Skype has been used in, like, ten years. Well, then that shows you how much I know, kid. You'll have to teach me about all that junk. Well, thanks for all the help in history class. It's okay. I'm a dinosaur. I know about history. Haha, <laughs> yeah. Haha, <laughs> 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 yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Alright, Dad. Well, I'm gonna get going. Lunch period's almost over. Alright, kid. Good luck on your test today. Thanks. Love you. Love you too, boy. 
So if you want to talk to you. And so now that you're off the phone, what are you doing? Back to work. I'm sure I've got something to look up on my computer. Uh, well, the first thing that pops up, like when you're kind of, you know, surfing the net, there's a lot of talk about a, a big ocean liner that's going to be debuting in Riverside today. It's like the largest ship of its kind. Hmm. Neat. Eco Friends is in the news again. They're getting a lot of uh, crap. Basically, like some people are trying to blame them for what happened with those uh, those terrorists. The green wave. No, well, if they like fossil fuels like the rest of us, they wouldn't have to deal with things like that, now would they? Wow. <laughs> Is there anything in particular you're scoping out for? Crime and crime-related bullshit. Not really looking for anything in particular other than a way to spend my afternoon. Yeah, there's not a lot going on in the way of crime. Although, you catch a little blurb, it is a single picture with the caption, New Atlantean in Riverside, question mark? It's Yardak and Yarkalen walking away from the shipping yards. I would imagine that very few humans would look at uh, that Atlantean and be like, that one's royalty. Uh, well, when you look at Yarkalen, like his, he does have a little bit more regalia to him. Like He has some like gold trim to his suit and whatnot. I'm going to send Yardak a text message. I'm going to take a picture of my screen and send it to him with the simple caption... Is this one an asshole? <laughs> I get the text and I respond back. Yes, but a friend. I don't even respond to the text. I just go about my day. I don't have to worry. I swear to God, if you make him a villain, I'm going to fight you. I will come to Boston. You not making this one a villain. First off, I can make anyone a villain at all times. Bethany is bombing the city right now. Excuse me? <laughs> uh, yeah, she was, uh, she was a scorned woman and now she's, uh, she's attacking the city. Was she scorned? Did we just tell her, oh, but, oh, by the way, that guy you flirted with once turned out to be a terrorist? Scorned. <laughs> scorned, I say. Also, Ruby, relevant question. Uh, have you been to see Dr. Bellum in the past month? I'd imagine so. Okay, I've just been curious if you have mentioned Ham, a.k.a. New Hornet, and how, how that would be metaphored. Pain in my ass. God. Um. Took my dead friend's job. Ooh. Dr. Bell at some point be like, what the fuck is happening with this girl? Yeah, I guess that this is me trying to describe. There's a girl, she um she reminds me a lot of my dead friend, and it and she we have some mutual acquaintances, so it's it's a complicated emotions, I guess is the She reminds me of my dead beekeeper friends. <laughs> I actually forget honestly, I should have written this down. Is there a group text and is Pam in it? Uh there is a group text. I don't know whether or not Pam would be in it. I feel like that'd be more of a these guys' call. Well, yeah, I was gonna say, because I know you have Pam's number, but I didn't know if everyone else did. I don't know if we have Pam's number. Yeah, I don't think we ever, like, specifically stated. I mean, I'm saying it's been a month. You tell me if that's something that's come up. If we do, I think Brock would have had to start that, because we two do not have the ability to do that. I started the group chat with a picture of Big Chung, yes. That is information. <laughs> Brock can like memes too. Fuck off. We'll allow the forty-year-old to look at memes, but 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 Brock also likes minions. Oh, trade-offs, trade-offs. Too far. See, so roll for initiative. It's always been business. Never like, hey, what's up? So you're just getting out of work. What are you doing for the day? Getting some chai tea because I need caffeine if I'm gonna not go to sleep right now. Okay. You also on the news see about Yarkalen's visit. 
Again, just like the same snapshot that Brock's seen. Would I recognize the fact that he's royal? Like, I've been around Yardak a while, but I maybe have seen a picture or something like that of Eric Kalen. No, I guess you might have been around, like, when- you Actually, you were around one time when the king did a Ripplecom call. I was, but I don't think Eric Kalen was there, right? Correct, but I'm just saying, like, you again, you can just see his style of dress is just a little- I would describe Yardak's dress as functional. This has a little more flair to it. Yardane and his crew had more of like a ritualistic look to them, and Yardak and Yardamo have like a very functional look. I'm saying like I'm in the coffee shop and see a TV, and I'm just on my phone. I take a, a picture of my phone of the TV. I just send it to Yardak and say, friend or foe. Yes. And then I respond with, I was only joking. He is a friend. I put a little like, haha, like over, yes. You don't even respond? You fucking hit him with a react? You just did- That's worse than not messaging him back. I also put, like, cool, I just got out of work, but I assume you're, uh, busy with your, uh, with your friend in town. Yeah, he just got here, I'm showing him around, and then, like, I send that, and then follow up with another text message. Maybe later, you and Brock want to get dinner with us? And I send, like, a thumbs up emoji, and I was like, but someone has- are we going to have to show up at the laser hut again to find him? Hopefully food is enough encouragement. Hopefully. You got to tell him you're buying. That's the key. All of this is in the group chat, though. <laughs> right? This is still in the group chat? Because I think that's the funny part. No, I don't think so. I think I just sent it to you. Oh, damn. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you did just solely message me. Actually, Brock, you get a text that is a picture of... Uh, what looks to be a tablet, and it is the picture of Yardak and Yarkalen, and it says, should I be concerned? Fishboy says he's cool. And Pam laugh reacts to that. Yardak, what are you and Yarkalen up to now? Let's say it's been a couple hours. After showing him the museum where we fought Adrian to save Reyna and taking him to get some mozzarella sticks, we just kind of walked about Showed him my little hidey hole out in the bay. Is it bay? Cove? Uh, coast. And then we came back, and now we're just kind of killing time and just taking a leisurely stroll through the town until dinner. He's rather fascinated by human architecture. Just, you know, being surrounded by, like, a lot of uh, straight lines and angles, whereas, you know, architecture in Atlantis is a little more organic looking. Can we call it orca texture? Sure. So where are you going for dinner? I don't want to take him someplace fancy. I want to take him someplace fun. Then everyone roll a knowledge check. Just general knowledge? Okay. Yeah. Or intellect. Well, my intellect was very low today. Or I guess, Ruby, you can roll a pop culture check if you want to. Oh, yeah. Then I'm a no shit. Three. Um, 16. 15 plus one. 24. Even better than my job. Three and six. Nine. Ruby and Brock, then, you would both know that with the launch of this new supership, that there is, like, a big festival with, like, tons of different food and, like, like cool places to see the ship send off. Oh, perfect. And then we'll be there when something inevitably goes wrong with that ship. Yeah, basically. Whatever, as long as there's a taco truck. In Riverside, there is always a good taco truck. In the group chat, I send a social post about that festival, and he might find this cool. This should be different than... 
Um, and he'll be able to see a bunch of different things going on. And then I'll reply back saying, sounds good to me. We'll meet you there. And I was like, I don't know if she can come. Is it cool if I invite Bethany? Oh, yeah, always. I'm now texting Bethany asking if she wants to hang out with two Atlanteans and the, our disaster old dude friend. Disaster old dude friend. First of all, fuck you. Second of all, you haven't even texted me yet. That one's in the group chat, and so you would implied you were invited. Then, you know what, after, the, after I put the social post, and I, I tag Brock and say, I'll buy you food. I'll buy you food? Um, yeah, that's the post where I'm finally like, Daddy's gonna go for a while, Cafe and Bodega, but I'm gonna fill up your water dishes, I'm gonna fill up your food bowls, I'm gonna give you plenty of belly rubs before I leave, because Daddy loves you so much. So y'all are going to meet up. And also, uh, Pam jumps in the group text and says, you don't have to pay for my food, but I might show up later, too, if that's okay, question mark. I send her, that's fine. Sounds good. <laughs> then I was started to go text Bethany and ask if she wants to come. Yeah, Bethany just sends you a bunch of exclamation points. She says, hang out with an Atlantean prince? Yeah. I don't think I know he's a prince, right? Oh, I thought you did. I think I, I remember I asked if he was friend or foe. I know, but if Ruby knew it was a prince, Ruby knows the prince is his friend. But if Bethany saw the news, because wasn't it on the news that they were like... Yeah, I was about to say, wouldn't that have been on the news? Yeah, but I don't know that people know that he's the prince, right? He's wearing gold, we can assume. I mean, yeah, at a minimum, they know that he is a fancy Atlantean. Okay, fair. I can never remember. Is Oryx still in town? No, I think Ulrich's off doing missions. Oh, Yeah, not to the best of your knowledge. I wanted oh. to take Ulrich to the taco truck while I knew Ruby was paying. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you assume Ulrich doesn't have his own money. I'm not gonna make him pay. You're gonna make Ruby pay? Yeah! Yeah, Bethany is, Bethany is super down to, to join in to tonight's festivities. I also invite my boyfriend. Record with the injured leg? Okay, I'd say I was like, hey, we're doing this. I know that this might be difficult for you right now. You're welcome to come if you would like. And he texts back, yeah, Ruby, I think I'm going to I'm gonna have to count this one out. Maybe if he's still in town tomorrow or something, I can be up for it. But I just, uh, I got some, I got some paperwork to take care of and I got to keep off this leg for a little bit. That's fair. See you later, babe. <laughs> RC is everyone's boyfriend. I hate that. And everyone's nemesis. We're y'all going to gather, so... The actual launch and the festival and everything are going to be is mostly going to be viewable from the coast. A lot of uh, concerts and things that are held like near near the water are done here. I would assume this is like an event where one would consume alcohol. Oh, absolutely. I, I want to point out I didn't offer to pay for your drinks, only your food, because Ruby is not dumb. It just means I got more money for booze. Bethany and Ruby, however, are going to take an Uber. Or Lyft, or whatever, if there's a made-up company you use for this. It's called Vroom. You with an umlaut. So V-R-U-M with an umlaut. <laughs> I take Vroom to the festival because we are being responsible and we want to get wasted. And I'm assuming Ruby does not have work tomorrow because of the night shoot today. Yeah, you have off tomorrow. Thursdays are usually the day off um, for your shoot. So yeah, you guys arrived by rideshare. How is uh, Laserhawk getting there? And how is Yardak getting there, I guess? Boing. In the middle of the day? In your civilian clothes? Yeah, I'll hide in an alley and get stripped down. 
Ruby's in a dress. I don't know. <laughs> describe the dress. Okay. And as we were out and about, we've just kind of cut, like, slowly made our way there throughout the day as we were walking around. How do uh, Ruby and Brock respond to seeing Yark Halen? If you want an idea, he is, like, about the same height as Yardak, pretty tall. Not as muscular as Yardak, but he has, like, fairer features. He's a pretty boy. He's prettier than Yardak, yeah, is really the takeaway. So we established that I do have some idea that this might be someone from the royal family, right? Would you say that Yardak has ever talked to her about the royal family? I'm pretty sure it's probably came up in conversation, and but, like, I've, I've never made it, like, a big thing, because they've just, like, always been a part of my family. I was gonna say, like, between the two of you, that's had to have come up. Like, honestly, the dude's name might have even came up before. But as I'm now realizing, I was like, hi, nice to meet you! And then I kind of look at Yurdak, and, and I kind of, like, whisper to him, is there some special title I'm supposed to call him? No, of course not. And then I go, oh, yes, introductions, introductions. You're Kaylin, these are my friends, uh, Ruby and Brock. And Bethany is here, too. Oh, yeah, and uh, this is Bethany. She lives with Ruby. Pleasure to meet you. You're Kaylin, heir prince to Atlantis. He gives a good, firm handshake to Brock, and he gives, like, a big, charismatic smile to Ruby and Bethany. Of course, uh, a pleasure to meet you. I, I also want to tell Bethany to get it. I know the last one we set you up with turned out to be evil, but this one probably won't. Uh, that is not a character. <laughs> <laughs> As I shake his hand, uh, Brock Blair, tell me, has this one introduced you to the greatest thing up top? Elaborate, friend. I wrap my arm around his shoulder. Come, my friend. It's called whiskey. First one's on me. Oh, Christ. Oh, yes, he has told me of your alcohols. This is not alcohols, my friend. This is nectar of the gods, slaps Bill on table. Two, please. Because, you know, the whiskey truck, that's a thing. It's actually a giant fire truck that was turned into a bar. Oh, I fucking love that. Oh, fucking right. That's awesome. Your Kalen is over trying whiskey for the first time. Specifically, he's trying for a horseman. Yeah, he sees you down it and he tries similar and he coughs a little bit and, and punches his chest for a moment. He's like, this is very strong. I want more. Oh, we're gonna get along famously. And Ruby is getting a whiskey sour. Uh, I don't know what what is Bethany like. I don't remember. Bethany is gonna have a Long Island iced tea. Okay, I grab those. Ask Yardak if he wants anything. I want a pina colada with multiple umbrellas. Uh, what are you doing food wise? Chicken wings. Any of those things that are stuffed in a waffle. I'm not paying for my food, so... Did you like chicken wings? I'm at the mercy of another. I guess I'm having chicken wings. Goes well enough with whiskey. You know, no, I start to follow Ruby to the wing truck before I get horribly distracted by the taco truck right next to it. Just like, yeah, no, I'm really thinking that, like, a mango habanero sauce look like really big at fish tacos. Ruby is from Texas and is a little wary of Mexican food in Riverside. Like, you can go eat tacos. So, you are actually gathering a little bit of attention. Um, you know, because Yarkalen, and I mean, Yardak himself as well, kind of stand out in a crowd. Careful it. I'm pretty sure that the massive amount of whiskey I'm pounding back ain't helping. And yes, like, a crowd comes up. Everyone roll a perception check. As we roll this, I'm going to say plot twist. It's actually not Bethany that wants to get with Yarkalen. It's Laser Hook. Uh, give it time and alcohol. Go for it. Fifteen. 
17. 24. Yardak definitely picks up on this the most, probably because of their long history together. But as the crowd starts to gather around him and like they're reaching out to him, you can tell like the charming smile falters for a moment. Like he's not particularly thrilled with this new uh this new development. Do I notice this literally at all? Yeah, a little bit. When someone goes to like shake his hand or touch him, he kinda like retracts a little bit. Uh I would like to kind of lean into him and like mumble. Not a fan of crowds either. Oh no, you know us royals. We we're always prepared to you know, to see the common folk. Okay, what do I roll to be able to call him on his bullshit? Insight? Alright, an insight roll it shall be. Trying to bullshit me. Fuck you. I'm an alcoholic. Uh that's gonna be a whole wow. That's twenty-six. Yeah, everything seems normal. Oh, really? Clearly I didn't call his bluff, so I guess I kinda like uh and yeah, so he's like, you know, saying hello to the crowd, and he's like, thank you, thank you for your time, and then, like, slinks away back towards Yardak. And then I kind of, uh, like, nudge him with my shoulder and say, you know, my friend here, if you need, she can make you a quick disguise if you're not feeling this. No, no, it is fine. I, I, I should be out among people. I've been, you know, with Atlantis, and you have been out here making a name for yourself among the people. It is important that they see, you know, the leaders of Atlantis as well, as time goes on. That's fair, that's fair. And uh, I do have to say, uh, pretty much everybody that I've met here, they've actually been pretty decent folk. Noted. Ruby then comes up with just like a giant thing of nachos, and was like, you should try these. (laughs) And he tries them, and his eyes light up. These are amazing. This is like the mozzarella sticks, but even better. The thing that makes it is the whiz. You gotta mix it with real cheese. If you have nachos with just real cheese, they don't taste right, dear lord. Honor, ship, man, person. Keep the whiz away from my shit. The whiz it is. I love this man. Can we keep him? Do you like spicy food? I don't even think we have spicy things in the ocean. I don't quite understand spicy. Yardak has tried to explain it to me, but... I trust you, Ruby. I will try what you believe would be best. Okay, jalapenos, they're spicy, so it, it, it can be kind of painful on your tongue, but in a, in a fun way. And he uh, actually, like, midway of you saying that, he, like, snatches it out of your hand, throws it in the air, and, and catches it in his mouth. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, that is, that is an experience. We can find you some peppers that are a little less spicy. There are some that are much more spicy than that. I don't really go for those. This this is kind of my where I stick to. No, I assure you that Yarkalen, Air Prince of Atlantis, and he's kind of stumbling a little bit because <laughs> of the whiskey, can handle anything thrown at him. How about we get the prince some water? You say that, and he kind of pushes away. He says, "I've seen a water enough." <laughs> Maybe some Pedialyte. Would Pedialyte work on Atlantean? <laughs> is this going to be the enemy of the episode trying to wrangle your drunk friend? Woohoo! Oh no, he got caught up in a crowd of woo girls. You'll, ne- you'll never get him back. Instead of Pedialyte, I go, maybe coffee? Maybe we should get you some coffee. Do you like coffee? Man, imagine what he would be like on caffeine. Fun time to find out. <laughs> As you guys are considering trying to wrangle him up with some coffee, a voice comes up on the loudspeakers and it says, Ladies and gentlemen, if you turn your attention towards the sea, we will begin the festivities shortly. And unfortunately, it is time to look out at even more water. Yes, I've seen ships. I am familiar enough. Yeah, but you've seen the underside of them. That is true. I'm going to use my little corner here as a pointer. 
So you see, coming from the docks over on the, yonder, like you see this very, very large ship making its way towards y'all, like it's going to be doing a pass-by. As it passed by, Ruby starts um, humming, because Brandon got it stuck in my head earlier. I was literally just humming that. I couldn't tell what you were humming, honestly. I knew you were humming, but I got nothing. Titanic theme? Yeah, and the crowd's going kind of wild, you know, it's, you know, I know it's like not 1912 anymore, and people don't always wave at the passing ship, but people are waving at the passing ship. Hey, ship. It probably has something to do with all the alcohol they've had. I roll for Megasonic Missile, I'm kidding. When the ship passes by the area of the festival, it begins to curve out towards the sea. Good for you. And Yarkalen just kind of looks out, and he looks back at you and goes, that was less exciting than I expected. Ah, it's more so an excuse for everyone to get together and get drunk together. You find that people on the land do that whenever we can. This is true. So perhaps more whiskey? Yes. Yes. But I also hand him some coffee. Um, I wonder if I have any points in this. I also want... Slight of... Okay, yeah, I have a, a five modifier. So as they're going about getting their extra drinks... I want to, because um, I mean, I, I assume that I always have my shit with me. Uh, I want to very surreptitiously take the water out of my water skin and like as I walk by, like slowly get rid of his intoxication with a heel. Okay. Are you talking about him or me? Him. You can be drunk. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay. I was about to say, dude, I'm throwing down way too much money to sober up. I, 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 like, I want him to be buzzed, but I don't want him to be obnoxious. I don't want him to create problems for Atlantis. Roll for healing? Roll for buzzkill? Literally, buzzkill. Plus 10, 20. Do exactly what you said. You know, you, he's not completely sobered up, but he is, you know, more buzzed and a little less wobbly. Yeah. Well, you know, want him to have fun, but not make an ass of himself. And, you know, our country, nation, area, zone. I mean, you're trying to join the UN. You're definitely a nation if you're trying to join the United Nations. That's true. Which is probably, you know, like I said, it's always going to be a bit of a problem because, you know, bo- you have to figure out the borders. The whole last ocean. Bars out there. Five more whiskeys. Wait, there's five of us. Six more whiskeys. And that's when Pam shows up. Seven more whiskeys. Pam, you drink whiskey now. No, I, I don't drink. Thank you. That's fine. I'll drink yours. Oh, yeah. She's really young, isn't she? Well, we said early 20s, right? Uh, Well, no, you don't know her exact age. You would describe her as late teens, early 20s. Uh, 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 Laserhawk says if you're old enough to get drafted, you're old enough to drink with Laserhawk. What a father figure. That's fair. How you doing, kid? Slightly more concerned than I was ten seconds ago, but alright. <laughs> yeah, that's about fair. It's Canada the bar across the street from my apartment makes really good mocktails, right? Yes. Weirdly enough, I do remember that offer like an olive branch and be like oh the bar if you don't drink the bar across uh the street from me is actually known for their mocktails if you ever oh wanted to hang out there thanks yeah that'd be cool i like that when people are like oh they're good for their mocktails when like it's just they're good for their fancy juice uh and she looks at the uh the bartender and says y'all have soda and he gets her a coke everyone roll a perception check that's fair yeah Oh, 18. 15. I just rolled a nat one, so no. What's your total? Perception. That's gonna be a seven altogether. I see how long it's taken this fucking bartender to get me my whiskey. 
Yardak and Ruby notice that there's a bit of murmuring among the crowd. Laserhawk seems to be a little too intent on getting his uh, whiskey, uh, and, and Pam kind of nudges you when it's clear you're not paying attention. You're hearing a lot of static in the crowd, and all of a sudden, a voice takes over the loudspeaker. Citizens of Riverside. Oh, fuck. I, Ruby actually goes, Jesus Christ, come on. Bartender, we're going to need you to hurry up on them whiskeys. We can't go one single day. While this announcement ha- is happening, Ruby goes behind one of the bars and, like, quickly, like, tr- turns into visual aid. And the great thing is, whenever someone says Citizens of Blank, there's always a dramatic pause, so we've got time for all of this. Citizens of Riverside, you were given an opportunity, and you failed, and now the punishment comes for you. And it is at this point that you see, Yardhack would recognize it from earlier, the oil tanker that you saw in the shipping area is going by, and Ruby and Yardak are the ones who notice this, that behind it, barreling straight towards it, and therefore towards the land, is the ocean liner. You know, that don't make a lick of sense. Aren't they supposed to be like eco-warriors? How are they going to fucking put oil in the ocean? We don't know it's them yet. I don't know if you've noticed this, but we've kind of pissed off several groups of people. Many groups at this point. Yeah, but didn't they, like, promise, like, retribution or whatever, and now they're like, oh, you didn't listen? So did everyone else. You notice it just a little too late as the crowd begins to scream and the ship barrels through the oil tanker, piercing it and dragging it towards the land. Oh, God. Can I use my hero point as a reaction to try and build, like, a dam to stop it from getting to the land? So you're trying to do a reaction, uh, reaction for this? Yeah, I want to as well. Okay, what is your... Wait, what are you doing? I want to try, like, as it's coming, I want to try to, like, throw back as much water as I can to slow it down. Well, you roll a water control, and and Ruby, what is your uh, create power? Create rank four. And also, I changed my mind. I don't want to throw back water. I want to just try to freeze the fuck out of it. I want my fucking whiskey. Ruby, you stretch out your hands, and a wall begins to form but you just you just can't generate enough to hold back this barreling giant ship and it just smashes through and it begins to, and it begins to hit land i'm going to give you a hero point uh, for the attempt so you know it evens out well i tried as it hits land people are screaming and they're running as this ship is just uh, essentially turning this oil tanker into a shovel as it hits as it hits the dock and sends wood splintering and flying everywhere uh, what is everyone doing do I have my whiskeys yet? Dude? <laughs> They're running. They are running. So I'm going to grab the fucking bottle, pound some of it, and find somewhere to put on my mask. I'm not doing this any more sober than I am right now. I came here to have a good time, and honestly, this dock is so attacked right now. I start running, like, towards it, and I, I'm trying to think of what Ruby could even fucking do. <laughs> well, to give you a lay of the land, this giant ship, has split this oil tanker in half. Oil is spilling out onto the beach, into the water. Okay, Ruby is now going to be trying to make walls just to, like, try and keep the oil where it is and not spread anymore. Uh, like, an Elmer on land. I don't fucking know how to get it to stop spreading in water. So how close is your Kalen to me? Uh, you're next to each other. Like, you were all next to each other. So I give him like a quick smack on the arm and I say, quick, help me get this oil out of the water. And I want us to team up and try to like just remove the oil from the water and put it onto the land. Okay, so you can roll move object roll, like 
roll it with your uh, your water control. Thirteen, ten, twenty-three. Yeah, you're able to like slow the pace, but it is still like it is spilling out of this tanker at such a tremendous rate that you're just not able to like fully stop it. The other thing to be aware of as you look out is, you know, basically it had dug in enough into the sand that water has started to flood and there are people caught in the water and in the oil. That I can do something about. And the ship itself has actually punctured a building and that building is kind of teetering now. God damn. Everyone can also tell that the ship's engines are still going and it is like still inching. It's still hit ground, but it's still like because the engines are so powerful, it's still moving further into land. Like, pushing it into the ship. I have ideas. Hey, kid, you uh, jump in, use your little sparky fist, get, kill this engine. Garrett Kalen, I'm going to need you to help me freeze the side of the ship so we can stop some of this oil spreading. And then, Ruby and Laserhawk, you guys do what you can to prevent uh, any more damage happening to this building. Okay, I can I see people, like, are people in the building? Can I tell that? Yeah, yeah, this building, like, there was a lot of partiers and stuff, uh, and, like, the building itself is starting to, like, teeter a bit. Okay, are there people, like, are, help the tallest the building? This, this is a big festival. This is, like, a, this is, like, a, a ten-story tall building. Yeah, fuck. I'm building, like, staircases to help people get down, like, with my powers. So, roll, roll for that. Unnatural 20. You're making staircases left and right, and people are, like, trying to, like, flee down them like they're trying to be careful but there's like so many of them some people are like pushing past other people like a couple people almost fell off the whole area is in a total panic now yeah i'm like trying as like i make one i make another to just kind of like make as many staircases as possible i want everyone to roll initiative (laughs) oh my god i guess if there's any time to roll bad i got an un un unnat 20 Eight overall. I rolled a three. 33. I rolled a mat 20. God damn. Damn. Give me one second. Is the prince gonna fight with us? Oh, and I'm also, I'm assuming I told Bethany to run or she's making social posts. Yeah, Bethany is like running and filming. Like she immediately took off. First up then is Laserhawk. What are you doing? Uh, keep in mind, like there are people in the water. That building is like starting to teeter. There's oil spilling everywhere, and the ship is still moving. From what I'm understanding, uh, our pet fish are gonna freeze the boats. Ruby is handling that building. The kid is trying to shut down the boat. Sounds like someone needs to get these dickheads out of the water, and I can jump in and out. Okay. Um. So you're gonna try to move a couple people out? Yeah. I'm not going to make you roll, like, basically, you're able to get a couple, like, couple quick jumps in and out, like, basically into the water, back onto the pier. Describe it to me what it looks like. I mean, I can just imagine, like, Pulsar Pogo into water, grab person, second my feet touches, like, I don't know if it'd be the pier or the boat or just, like, the bottom of the water, but Pulsar Pogo back out with whoever I can, drop them off, go back in. Are you saying anything to the crowd as you're, like, pulling people in and out? Oh, fuck that, dude. I don't have time for catchphrases right now. Uh, Yardak, then it is your turn. So, continuing with my yelling of things, uh... I do want to say that Yarkalen is last in the initiative, that if you're going to do, like, any kind of combined thing, you'll have to, like, delay your initiative then. Oh. I feel like that'd be worth it to stop this fucking oil. Well, this prince was not ready. Huh. 
Huh. <laughs> so, so what is the exact plan of what you're trying to do? Because you could, like, ready an action. I don't really think we ever kind of established his exact powers, because all Atlanteans have at least some form of water control. I don't know exactly how much of his would be ice, but he could at least help me with the water part of it. And as I want to freeze... Yeah, he can do water. As I've told you many times, the ice is like a very specially trained thing, like very rare that anyone can do it. So then I want to like have him bring, I want to tell him like, hey, help me bring water in and I'm going to freeze it around the cracks in the side of the hull of the ship so we can try to stop the spread of the oil. And he gives you like a stern nod when you say that. So you're, you're just readying your action and delaying your turn. Yeah. And I want to like plant our feet in the ground and like get ready. All right, so if that's the case, then, yeah, you're just getting ready. You'll roll when it's actually time to do that. Mm -hmm. Around this time, you actually hear, like, a and a spark goes off. Are you fucking me? Sending fire, starting to, starting to spread its way through the, through the oil. <sighs> fucking son of a bitch. God, can you kiss my whole ass, please? Oh, my God. So the, the fire starts spreading among, among the oil, like it's not making a lot of motion, it's not like instantaneous, but you see it spark and begin from the oil. Oh, okay, we love that. We love a good oil fire. Ruby just goes, god damn it. It is Visual Aid's turn, I assume, if she is all suited up. Yes, Visual Aid is all suited up. How are people getting, like, are people, like, good with getting rescued from that building now with my stairs? I mean, people are coming down, but the building itself is, like, starting to to wobble more. Again, like, it's been basically punctured around the mid-level. Mid I'm trying to imagine, how is the building, like, leaning? If the building is straight up, and the ship has punctured it, and that is almost like, like, if you were trying to cut down a tree, like, it's the spot where it's starting to topple off. Could I try to make, like, a column to keep it steady? Absolutely, you can try that. Okay, I'm gonna make a column to keep it steady. Roll create. Please don't roll a three this time. We rolled in that one. Wow. Or use a hero point. Oh, I, yeah, I did. I, I got another hero point. I would like to use my hero point to re-roll. Okay, roll again, then. Okay, so 19. Uh, essentially, Ruby, you you reach out and you put up this column, and it and it stabilizes the building a little bit. But you can see that, like the column, the the rock, and and that it makes up the column is starting to like uh, deteriorate a little bit in terms of like it's just got so much pressure going down on it. Uh, you're gonna need to roll another one. Another create. Yeah. Oh, even better. Twenty three. That next one stabilizes it a bit better. Again, still, like, people are fleeing and trying to get out of the way of the building, but you're at least, like, you've stabilized it for the moment. If that's the case, then now it is your Kalen's turn. Okay, so now we can do some shit. So what are you doing? He's gonna bring water up to the cracks of the hole, and I'm gonna freeze it as he's throwing it up there. It's like a little shake and bake. Okay, so keep in mind, like, this is not just a hole. Like, this ship is split in half. Like a welding, but with water, as we like, kind of try to seal the cracks. And by cracks, I mean gaping wounds. Okay, uh, let me see, let me roll for him. So you see him like try to gather up some water, and it's, it's a little bit, but not a significant amount. Yeah. Um, and he lifts it up like long enough for you to try to freeze at least one part of it. Mm -hmm. so, and then my roll? Yeah. Eight, it's 24. You at least sealed a little bit. Uh, do you do anything else? Even though he was able to only do, like, somewhat, can I power stunt to keep going farther? 
Yeah, like if you want to, like yeah, if you want to uh, power stunt to maybe like get an extra action, basically, and may- bring up your own water and freeze it again. Okay, do I roll for that, or is it just like that is the power stunt? No, no, no. You're power stunting for the opportunity. Twenty one. You're able to seal a few more of the holes. The the oil it's not stopped leaking, but it's at least it's at least slowed significantly. The fire is still spreading amongst the oil that is in the water. Yeah, I just don't want it to reach the ship and go boom. Around the time you do that, you see Hornet. She ducked away to put on her suit, and she jumps up into the ship, and you see her run inside. Hell yeah, girl. Kill that Moda. Farewell, Hornet. We hardly knew thee. It's the bug zapper. Please, please not another one. Just so you know then, Ruby, around that time, you see the building starting to tip over a bit more, and it's putting more pressure on your columns again. Um, So they're starting to crack again. God damn it. I didn't... I didn't think I had to be playing Bob the goddamn builder all game. Can't we fix it? Nah, it's fucked. Fuck no. We're just trying to get because the people don't fucking die. Laserhawk's turn. Are there still people in the water? Literally all I think I can do is search and rescue right now. Yeah, there's still a ton of people in the water. In fact, because of like the way the water is going, they're starting to get like a little bit pulled out and pulled under. <sighs> Second verse, same as the first. So just so you know, if you go for him, it's going to be an athletics check uh, with a negative five penalty. Scrap it, rip it. Uh, you said a minus eight? Minus five. 22. You were able to get in and get some more people out. Like you were able to get first someone that was starting to get pulled under by the current. You're able to like bob in and grab them and boost your way out before it gets too strong. Are you going to go in for another one? No, I'm going to punch Yardak. Yeah, I'm going to go in for another one. <laughs> Same thing, then. It will still be the negative five penalty. Uh, that one's going to be a 17, then. Uh, this time, it was a little dicey. Like, you almost felt yourself get pulled under as well. Pull me under, I'm not afraid. Now, what you see is the ship inches its way further in, puncturing the other one, and the, and the oil tanker begins. It doesn't break any of the spots you already, you already sealed, but, like, the ship itself starts cracking in half. Like, there's not more oil flowing, but the ship itself is, like, Look. As long as it's not the oil part. I'm trying to get this fucking building to get people off. And yeah, and it also is puncturing into the building too as well. Fuck these people in general. Visual aid, it is your turn. How are the people getting out of the building? Are they still going? You see a little kid like fall though. Like looks like she's about to fall off the stairs trying to get down. Like does she fall or almost fall? It looks like it could go either way right now. God damn it. Um, how close am I to her? You're at the bottom, so you're like five stories down. Shit. God, I can't make a trampoline, right? I could see you power stunting a trampoline. Fuck it, I'm power stunting a trampoline, and I don't have a hero point, so I'm gonna have to not. I, uh, yeah, I'm power stunting making a trampoline right under this kid. As she's about to fall. Okay. So she teeters off the side and lands on this trampoline and bounces up a bit. But then luckily, like, it was a pretty taut trampoline, so she doesn't go flying super high up, but she eventually catches herself and and shakily makes her way off the trampoline. This kid has to be, like, maybe eight. (laughs) And then I can point out, there's a trampoline here now! And then, like, multiple people jump at the same time, and it's like that don't-break-the-egg situation, and they just bounce higher. One at a time, idiots! And you see, essentially, the columns that you have made are starting to buckle. Oh, fuck, and... And I used my action for the trampoline. And so am I, like, fatigued now, right? 
Yeah, if you do anything more, it is going to uh, exhaust you. Sorry, building. Uh, where, where the ship and the columns are is one side, and then the other side is like where you made these staircases of varying sizes for people to try to run down from the different floors. Along with like they're trying, to, some of them are still trying to go down like the actual stairs and like leave the building. Well, I have the trampoline, I guess, for the other people because they're not outside. And then uh, Yardak, it is your turn now. This time, no power stunting, but more sealing of. If this ship is cracking, I gotta seal as much of this fucking oil as I can. So, and then I want to turn to Yarkalo and say one more time. He is far more successful. Like he, you see him straining himself, and he just pulls out an immense amount of water. Like uh, for a split second, it's even enough to pull out like the water of the people that Laserhawk is trying to get to. Like it pulls all that water up, uh, and he lifts this water up, and he says, "Do it." Okay, and then. Fuck me, 23. As you do it, uh, it is enough to basically, like, freeze all of the spots where the oil is coming out and freeze the actual, like, tanker itself in place for at least the moment. Oh, thank fuck. Are you going to do anything else? Uh, don't think I can. Because I power something last turn, so I can't move. Well, you move at half speed. No, I, I think I'm okay here, because then I guess next turn I can try to, like, yoink some people out of the water then. And then... You you hear, like, a clanging, and now, basically, the engines of the ship, they're going faster, but they're going, like, backwards now. Good. Oh? And it's beached, so it's difficult, but it's at least stopped for the moment, uh, moving into the building. And meanwhile, the building itself, when the ship pulls out, like, the ship was holding up the building to a certain degree as well. Oh, no. Parts of the top of the building are starting to, like, Jenga their way down. Awesome. Help. It is Laserhawk's turn. Fantastic. I shoot lasers. What do I do? You're, you're extremely strong. Am I? I? Yeah, I think of your character as being strong. Can I hold a building up, though? That's my question. I can't say for sure. All right, well, I guess I'm going to jump up and try to punch the building back into place. <laughs> What's your strength, first off? Three. Are you doing this with, like, your lasers, or are you just, like, trying to, like, strength it? Yeah, yeah, I guess I'm just gonna use my handy fists. Okay, roll an unarmed attack check. I don't know if I've ever rolled one of these in this game. That's gonna be a 25, that's a 15 plus 10. The way I imagine it, like, you you run up the staircases the visual aid made, you get a grip on the building, and you are straining yourself. You know that you're not gonna be able to hold this for long, but just for the moment, you are keeping it up long enough for a few more people to get out. Fucking cardio! <laughs> At this point, the ship that had been backing up, it starts turning, and it starts, like, dragging the uh, the tanker along with it again, and then stops in place. Like, I think the, the propeller may have caught in something. Visual, it's your turn. Okay. Those columns are looking pretty bad, right? They already buckled, yeah. This building is, like, gonna be coming down any moment. It is it is the remaining bits of the columns plus uh, laser hawk that are keeping it up for now. So uh, it, I'm guessing it's not everyone is off yet, right? It's getting close, but not a hundred percent. Okay, I'm gonna try to make another column. Roll it. Twenty three. Uh, you make this column, and it takes the pressure off of laser hawk for just a moment, and you see what would appear to be the last of the stragglers finally getting out in a panicked run. Are you doing anything else? It's a perception check in action. Ruby just wants to like double and like double check that everyone is out of this building. 
Brock, let it collapse, okay? Not on you! <laughs> <laughs> okay, 17. As far as you can see, like, everyone has finally cleared the building. I yell up to Brock. I think that's everybody! Neat! And Yardak, it's your turn. Um, and so there's no more people in the ocean, right? Uh, no, there's still people in the ocean, um, and there's still, like, oil that has fire spreading through the ocean. Okay, so, well, then since we got the ship taken care of, I want to turn to Yarkalen again and say, all right, now that we have that crack taken care of, I want to try to get all the oil that we can out of the ocean and plop it here on land. Understood. Bitches can swim. <laughs> 24. Wow, that's two nat 20s in a row for Yarkalen, so he is just... Hell yeah, bitch! Uh, yeah, combined, the two of you are able to, like, gather up the oiled bits of the water that are now, like, fully on fire, and you're able to successfully get it onto land, which is creating an interesting sort of, uh, bonfire effect. I mean, and then we can just, you know, kick the sand on top of it. In your ear, Laserhawk, you hear... <sighs> Laserhawk, it's Hornet, can you hear me? Forgot I had this thing in, you scared the shit out of me, kid. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with this engine, but it's, it's, I can't get it to shut down, I've tried everything, it's... How far in is the engine room? I can be there in a minute. It's like towards the bottom in the back. Duly noted, see you in a minute. Uh, essentially, what happens next is, remember how I said the propeller had gotten caught in something? Yeah. Basically, the, the ship lifts up out of the water as the propeller is turning, and like, clunk... It's a very strong engine, like, it's lifting the ship up, because the propeller is, like, the, the propeller turning shifts the boat sideways. Uh, yes. So then the building is gonna fall on top of the boat. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, eventually if the building falls, it's gonna go right onto the, to the boat. Look, I'm, the people are out, I'm done shaving this fucking building. <laughs> well, that's perfect timing, because that's exactly what happens, the, the building topples over, sending debris concrete dust everywhere and it lands on the ship like knocking parts of the ship especially anything that was on the deck like it just goes everywhere hi brock Balea here uh i wouldn't happen to be under this building since i was just holding it up and i no you were not on that's the side the side that it fell on was the side where the columns are you were on the side where the staircases were next to it meat okay like you're definitely still getting covered in like dust and shit but you are not you're not dead. I sleep in a fucking warehouse. That's fine. And then it is Laserhawk's turn. Going to the ship. Yeah, you bounce in, you go into a full sprint, and you just follow some signage. It's a little confusing, but you make your way to the engine room. And I'm going to say, like, when you get to the engine room, that's like two move actions. I'm going to say that's like right before you get in the door, that's when uh, we go to the next turn. Okay. And that's when the propeller moves, like another sh clunk. And you feel like, when you're inside of it, Laserhawk, you feel like the whole fucking ship, like, lift up and go down, like, very hard. Okay. Uh, it's Visual Aid's turn. How close am I to the propeller? It's on the ass end of the ship, and you're, like, near the... Fuck, that's the stern. You're at the bow? Port. Oh, no, it's port and starboard are left and right. Yeah, and then bow and stern. Yeah, you're near the bow. It's at The propellers are at the stern. Okay, so is the propeller doing this... It's a, this is a huge-ass boat. Is the propeller doing this because it's getting unstuck? I'm trying to understand what the propeller's up to. I mean, basically, the propeller is trying to turn, but it's getting caught in sand, but it's so powerful that it's lifting the ship up and, like, turning the boat. I'm assuming I don't see a fire extinguisher anywhere. 
No, but I'm curious as to why you ask. I was going to start putting out the fucking fire. Okay, well, I mean, basically, Yardak got all of that part onto the beach, at least. Um, that's true. But it's an oil fire, so we can't just put water on it. I mean, this is true. You could smother it by putting it in a box. Oh! <laughs> I mean, actually. Literally. Actually, yeah, I'm going to put the fire in a box! Well, I'd say not a box, but just get, like, a big slab and just plop it on top. A box would work better for that. If you're going to try and put all of it out, that's going to take, like, your whole whole turn. It would probably take you a few more turns to get all of it. But I can't. So I think I'm going to just start trying to, like, smother the fire in smaller areas. I have another idea for the propeller, but it's kind of insane. I'm going to, I want you to hold on to that idea. Okay. Yardak, it is your turn. I'm trying to think. So, okay, well, th- there's still people out in the water. So try to get them out now. Because we, we you said we got all the oil out of the water, right? Yeah. Okay, then, yeah, now it's time to get them. And then, uh, so, okay. once again, I turn to Yarkalon and say, once more with feeling, let's get these bastards out of the water. All right, do an athletics check. You're not going to take the penalty because you're... Athletics? Mm-hmm. Why athletics? To resist the current. Oh, no, I was going to go yoink. Like, like pull the water around them to pull them in. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you were jumping in to get them. Roll a water control. Uh, 24. So you are able to pluck out, like, if there's probably, like, ten more people in the water between you and your Kalen, you got, like, uh, seven of them. Okay. And then it is Hornet's turn. Knock, knock, open up housekeeping, you little fucker. And, yeah, uh, Laserhawk, it is your turn. Uh, I'm gonna barge in and do the thing. Yeah, when you come in, you see uh, Hornet, and she has her hands up on her head, and she's like, oh god, oh god. And the and the consoles are just, like, sparking and stuff, and she's like, I think we gotta get out of here. Okay, um, question. This is probably not gonna work, but I figure it's worth a shot. My expertise military. There's boats in the military. Can I roll that to do the boat thing? You are not in the Navy, but I believe you have technology. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Or vehicles, even. Yeah, technology's higher. Can I roll a tech check on that? Yeah, I'll let you roll a technology check on it. An engine is technology. 23. Yeah, uh, like, the sparks are hitting you on your hands, and you're like, ah, goddammit. But you're able to put in uh, some commands, and it seems like it's shutting down. <sighs> What's the catch? She goes, that's exactly what I tried doing. I tried doing, like, just basically the same thing. And then instead of, like, instead of doing anything, it just started going in reverse. And then, like, it just went crazy. Just destroy it. Honestly, yeah, my next thought was, can I punch it? You can punch it. Just solar shotgun. I'm gonna sock the shit out of it. <laughs> I feel like this isn't going to go the way I want it to. When I rolled a nat 20, so I punched the shit out of it. That's a 30 altogether. And it turns out you knock the boat out. Uh, essentially, this console, like, basically explodes when you hit it so hard. Power goes out in the room, and you just hear, like, a chung, 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 chung. As, uh, yeah, basically, you, and, and even Yardak and, and Visual Aid can see this from the outside. It's like, power is just cut from the boat, and it's just adrift. I'm gonna look up at Hornet and be like... You can't, she can't see you, and you can't see her. I'm gonna look up to where I think Hornet is, and... I'll be honest, kid, I didn't know that was gonna work. And you did it anyway? Did you have a better idea? I said run. Okay, that might have been- ah, fuck it, it worked. 
the ship seems to have shut down. People are finally starting to flee. Ruby, you're able to get pretty much all of the fire put out. It seems like the chaos for the moment has passed. Uh, we didn't get to do my insane idea. Oh, what was your insane idea? Make a giant pole like in the middle of the where the propeller was, like metal pole, and see if that would stop it. Basically, try to jam it. Yeah, try and jam it. That's a great idea, but might I suggest violence? And violence worked. Of course it did, I'm laser hawk. Emergency vehicles are starting to pull up. What, are some fucking firefighters here to do their goddamn jobs? Yeah, I'm really sorry that in the, like, 60 seconds that just passed during this that the fire teams didn't show up. Ah, yes, the firefighters do their job, which includes holding up a building that's about to collapse and freeing a fucking boat. No, I meant to put out the fire. Oh, yeah, there is a fire. (laughs) No, because I put it out. Ruby took care of that. Look, there's a lot of shit going on right now, okay? There is a lot of shit going on right now. And I'm buzzed. And I think Laserhawk and Hornet eventually, like, stumble their way out of the ship. Like, kind of, like, retrace your steps to get out. Immediately collapses on deck. I would say he comes up to me. I'm saying I threw it. I have a a thing of whiskey. I I, uh, take a sip of whiskey and just hand it. To Laserhawk. I grab the bottle of whiskey, lay down on the ground, and just tip the fucking thing toward my mouth. Yarkalen just looks very out of breath. I don't think I've ever moved that much water before. After chugging half of it, I pass it to him. I understand your appreciation for this drink now. Trust me, your highness. You're about to really fucking get it. Uh, yeah, and around this time, uh, like I said, the emergency crews pull up, news teams start showing up too, a lot of, a lot of camera flashes. Is Sean Ortega there? Of course Sean Ortega's there. I can imagine that the front page of the paper is just gonna be Laser Hawk on the ground. Laser Hawk alcoholic? Uh, that's gonna be like a little side column on the front page, the, the main story will be Atlantean Heroes. <laughs> Heroes defeat eco-terrorists, but can Laserhawk defeat alcoholism? Next on Dr. Phil. I'd never be caught dead on Dr. Phil. Fuck Dr. Phil. Honestly. Visual aid goes a little viral from a video that Bethany shot from like a good distance away. Fuck off, Bethany, I did shit too. There's no footage of him holding the building? RC, try to tell me I didn't do anything worth photographing. No one, sh- no one saw you punch the boat, <laughs> so... That's fine. That's not what I wanted to end up in the paper. That's not a very flattering image. (laughs) Me holding up an entire fucking building. Now that's kind of cool. Yeah, but like, unfortunately, the news coverage seems to be focusing more on Yarkalen. Fuck you, Shauna. Well, hey, sorry, he's the hot new thing. Apparently, to Archie's description of him, he is hot. I held up a building. And also, like, people have seen you be heroic before. This is new. And also, like... No one's seen me hold up a building. I didn't know I could do that a half hour ago. Meh. What a way to find out. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, what are y'all doing? Drinking. On the ground. If Shona wants to interview me right now, that's fine. I'm not getting up. Yeah, fucking taking a breather. Uh, yeah, Shona comes up and kneels towards you and... Fuck. <laughs> and basically just puts the... Like, she doesn't even have the camera rolling. She just has the microphone. And she's like, how you doing, buddy? My back hurts, and I'm not usually the type to complain. Yeah. But my back hurts. Yeah, this doesn't seem like uh, like the most flattering way to, to film you. Uh, we'll try to piece together some clips from social media. We heard you did good. Shauna, buildings are heavy. 
Yeah, buddy. Yeah, they are. Yeah, buddy. I feel like she's like patting him on the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> hang on a minute. You're famous. Do you know a good chiropractor? Transition to next scene. The footage of me going viral. Is it me saving the little kid? Uh, it's you saving the little kid. It's like uh, it's like a fan cam. <laughs> Did Bethany make a fan cam of me? <laughs> yeah, it's a fan. It's a fan cam to like J-pop. <laughs> Ruined. It's like you saving the kid, you making the columns, you putting out the fires, and it just says like "Slay Queen." Slay Queen. I look out to the boat. Uh, maybe Shauna's there. I'm not sure. I just go. Did you even see who was in that thing? You know, I'll be honest. Didn't really look around before I punched out the lights. Valid. Hindsight being 2020, probably should have. That was my B. Hornet pops up and says, there was no one in the engine room by the time I got there. Everyone had already taken off. See, this kid's on top of shit. I, I assume it's the green wave, although they're doing a bang-up job keeping the environment in one piece. Oh, please don't say bang-up. That's gonna make me think about the building for a while. I hand him the whiskey again. Or maybe Yardak has walked over. I don't know. What, what are you up to, Yardak? Yeah, now that I've caught my breath after fucking moving a metric shit ton of ocean. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, make my way over to the rest of you and say, uh, you know, this was supposed to be a fun, relaxing day, huh? I feel like we don't get a lot of those. I don't know. I usually have a pretty calm day until I get a phone call. Sometimes it's you guys. Sometimes it's Kit. God, sometimes it's my kid. I don't know if what I'm telling him is the right thing, you guys. What if he's failing his test because of me? <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe it's time for your for you to have coffee too. Whenever Brock's had a long day in the office, he just laments over how he thinks he's a bad father. Perhaps we should have a uh what we like to call a veg-out day tomorrow, where we do nothing. Yes, I think that would be an excellent idea. Did your friend get away okay? She's also a filmmaker. I don't- do you have film? Am I saying anything that makes sense? No, no films. No, there's no films, but you would- I assume that Yardak has told told him about film. Because I, I said about uh, how my friend had made a movie. And she does a lot of um, news-related things, and she got some footage of- our exploits. Oh, excellent. I'm glad to hear she's okay. That is that is very sweet of you to uh, ask about her. And I also think this veg day is an excellent idea. If Oh, God, I, I had something I was going to say, and it's going to make RC come up with something, so I'm not going to say that. How's it going, Rachel? You can come hang out at uh, our place. That doesn't seem to get attacked. <laughs> It's usually a pretty safe location. We need places of sanctuary. Oh, yeah, great. Your guys' fucking house is safe. It's only gonna be Atlantean people trying to get me in the cave. Wait a minute, what the fuck? My house is the only one that's been attacked. What the hell? You made your house, a, like, a the center. Yours is like a battle command center. Not back then, it was just a shitty warehouse. Uh, is anybody else doing anything? Uh, you know what? I, uh, I text my boyfriend and tell him I'm okay. Oh, thank God, Ruby. I was getting a little worried. I, I you know, I, I'm sorry I wasn't there for you. But in Ruby's head, she's also like, I feel like it would have been really hard to get him to safety. Oh, yeah. As you're gathering yourselves together and, um, and Ruby's finishing up her call, Yardak, 
you see another old friend. Old friend? Miss Ruth Day. Okay, that's fine. <gasps> hey, girl. I was like, where the fuck is he going with this? And then I was like, oh, hey. <laughs> I was really hoping a bodyguard was going to show up and it was going to be your boyfriend. And then we could go on a double date. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're Damo. And I'll just go home and watch Bachelor. Well, you know, no, Dan said you just, Dan just said in the last episode that, or the two episodes ago that I'm editing that uh, there's no label on it. it. It's only because there's so much distance right now. Otherwise, it would be a thing. Yeah, it's only been like two years of y'all doing whatever this is. And it's nice when it happens. Fine, you're... God, I'm trying to think of a not crude way to say this. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a situationship. My mind went with fuck buddy. Oh, I mean, yeah, but there's feelings involved. <laughs> so it's so it's every rom-com about a fuck buddy. Fuck buddies with feelings. So anyway, Ruth Day is there. From my spot, ass in the sand, I wave her over like, Ruth! She kind of just sits down. Actually, you know, uh, yeah, I imagine y'all were on the beach. Yeah, I just collapsed. I don't care where. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was imagining. Like, we just fucking plopped our asses in the sand. Even though she's in kind of like a pantsuit, she comes and sits on the beach with you. That a girl, Ruthie? It seems like y'all are uh, struggling today. You know, a good chiropractor. You know, I used to I used to work with a chiropractor. I'm sure I still have his number. Oh, I would love that so much. I don't know if he's licensed. Is that a problem? I don't give a dead moose's last shit. You saw the last place he lived. Stop making fun of my warehouse. No. Fixed uh, is doing a a lot of heavy lifting right now, isn't it? Oh, kiss my ass. And she kind of just like chuckles a little bit. Anyway, and she uh, pulls out a file. Probably a little more useful a couple hours ago. Probably. I grab it and look. Is the file going to tell us the green wave is up to some stuff? I'm assuming it's this is related. No, no confirmations yet. Ruby is also looking in the file. Basically, it's a it's a blog post from like a little no, unknown blogger, but it says Leland Kemp ousted from EcoFriends, organization founder thrown out after controversial post. Ooh, what was the tweet? Uh, the post essentially it was put up and then immediately deleted, but it basically showed support for the green wave. I knew it. I don't think what they're doing is so wrong, do you? And it was deleted like a minute later, but it was already screen captured, leading to a very quiet exit for him from the organization. I guess Brock's gonna pass off the folder to whoever cares to take it, get up, dust himself off, and say, well, so much for my veg day. Uh, you've earned it. I don't know what's gonna come of it, but it just felt relevant, especially once I saw in the news what was going on here. I'm so glad y'all were here. Good to know that they're anti, you know, supporting terrorists. Yeah, the eco-friends, uh, yeah, are, well, very clearly they didn't agree. And that I say, I know I've, I was like, I know I keep saying this, but again, they put oil in the goddamn ocean. What the hell the fuck is that supposed to help the environment? Yeah. And that's when, uh, Yarkalen looks up and says, these people wanted to help the environment? Yeah, look, bud, people up here kind of got their priorities ass backwards. And he kind of sneers at the idea. Unfortunately, we might have to explain the concept of an eco-terrorist. I don't know, we might be able to do it a little easier. Hey, Prince, you ever heard of a douchebag? No, what is that? These guys. I'm gonna head back to the laser hut and do research on this dickwad. All right, roll an investigation check. 
Investigation. Unnatural 20. I'm sorry. That's a 15 plus 5. Okay. Does anybody want to assist? Yeah, you know what? Team assist. Oh, no, I do a 7. Uh, 19 altogether. At the laser hut, uh, you're able to do a little more investigation. Essentially, yeah, uh, once Kemp was ousted from the eco-friends, there was like a picture of him uh, leaving the organization with like a box of stuff. Okay. No one has really heard from him since. He lives in Paladino Ridge, which is north of the city. My instinct is to go pay him a visit and knock his fucking head off. Okay, what does everyone want to do? Yeah, because you know what? Laserhawk by himself doing a little uh, interrogation is not going to go so smooth. Are you kidding me? I'm just going to ask him a series of very basic questions and expect a series of very basic answers. Do you understand? <laughs> I- I'll go with Laserhawk to keep Laserhawk in check. Okay, Hornet joins you, if that's okay. Yeah. I'm cool with that. How do you get there? So this is like north of the city. Uh, like, this is tonight, right? Yeah, this is like evening by this point. I don't know, because we di- I didn't take the van. <laughs> Hang on, we've got two people that can do the water surfy thing. Can one of you pick Ruby up? Use this as surfboards? Basically, yeah. Surfing USA. I mean, pretty much. One of y'all got HMO5? Surf is HMO3. I mean, I am going to boing. If need be, Ruby can hop on my back. Hornet actually, actually uh, Hornet offers to give you like a piggyback ride. Fuck it. And she just says, hold on, and she is able to take into, like, a full-on sprint, even while holding you. This is not hyperact fast, but this is very, very fast uh, land speed for you. And this is, like, two cups of coffee fast. It is closer to Usain Bolt? No, 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 faster than that. Like, yeah, she is not a speedster, but she is able to run, and, like, you can tell from the way she's, like, diving, dipping and diving through traffic, like, she's able to react with just extreme speed. This is useful to have. And she kind of looks back. Are you all right? You hanging on okay? Yep. I thought about doing a thumbs up, but then I realized I should probably not do that. Probably hang on. Keep your hands and arms inside the ride at all times, please. I just want to say thank you for, like, you know, inviting me to stuff. Uh, Of course. Well, no, it's not of course. I know we got off on, like, a really bad start. Yeah, sorry, I guess uh, the mantle you took up was a little hard for me to get used to at first. He was a good guy, from what you said. Yeah, he was... He really was one of the good ones. Well, I hope I can do him proud. Well, right now you definitely are. Oh god, you guys are having this deep talk, and Brock's just bounce along like, I'm gonna punch you, stupid fuck, stupid fuck, stupid fuck. Boing! <laughs> Boing! Okay. And we're just going zoom to the ocean. Uh, and yeah, Yarkalen is uh, following along with you if you guys are like just kind of surfing through the air. Actually, no, I guess you like you can you can take the water pretty much all the way up to Paladino Ridge, like just Mm-hmm. Yeah, zip right under the bridge there. And so it takes y'all, like, I wanna say, probably about I say, because some of you are traveling on land and some of you are like having to go around the coast. I would say it probably takes you at least about an hour to get over there. I sing the whole time. Boing, <laughs> that's how I'm imagining it. And yeah, so the sun's finally starting to set by the time you get to the house that he had on file. Awesome, I look cooler when I punch someone in the dark. You went to the laser hut first, so I guess actually if you're starting from there, didn't take quite as long, but to get to the laser hut and do the research and everything, yeah, the sun's about set. Did we all get there around the same time? I think laser hut got there first. I'm assuming he waited for you, but actually that's a good question. 
Brock? <sighs> Only because I know I'll get yelled at if I just kick in the door. And also, with our water swimming speed, I'm pretty sure we got there first. Yeah, but you saw a cool dolphin. Well, it's more that you had to, like, go around the coast. Like, that's what took so long. Mm. Yeah, you have to go around. I could go over. So anyway, uh, yeah, you all eventually arrive, and what do you do? Unless anyone's got a better idea, I'm gonna kick in that door. Say, or we can knock. Knocking is good. Or we think that this guy's an eco-terrorist, so we don't give him the fucking jump on us. I mean, he's at home. I don't feel like he's sitting there with just a gun waiting behind the door. We don't know he's home yet. Tell you what, you guys knock on the front door, I'll watch the back. Kind of like that last dumbass in the van we took care of, yeah? Sounds good. Okay. Let's go Halloween town on this motherfucker, and I jump over. I make a sword, and I put it in a little sheath um, about. Actually, I make a dagger, not a sword. So you're going in through the back? Yes, I head to the back to make sure that no one can... Uh, I just want to make sure that I have a good look on the area. Okay, and Hornet adjusts like a dial on her uh, suit and sparks her fist up. Uh, what's the plan? I assume everyone still has their comms. Well, except for your Kalen, obviously. Oh, hell yeah. 17. <laughs> Is she nothing? 25. Three. Not having the best luck with perception today. 26, I rolled a nat 20. So, from your perspective, Laserhawk, you can see that there's, like, no lights on, no one appears to be home. Yardak, you pick up on, like, there's actually, like, a pretty good, like, layer of dust on the mailbox, uh, right in front of the home. Oh, god damn it. So, homie has not been here in a minute. What do you do? I still want to kick in the door. Well, we can first knock, and then try the doorknob, <laughs> and then resort to other measures. Yeah, but I'm pissed. Hypothetically, I can't- can I make a key? You would have to know what the key needs to look like. Okay. Okay, yeah, fuck it, I'm knocking, I'm knocking on the door. There's no answer. I try- I try the door handle. Uh, yeah, the door is unlocked. God damn it! <laughs> I- you know what? Because I'm- I'm scared of the eco-terrorist now. So I- Kinda- I make- like a big stick and kind of nudge it open while standing back. So when you open it up, it looks like you would almost describe like a staged house. There's no personal effects anywhere. There's like some bare basic furniture. Go boom. I thought it was going to be booby trapped. And you can see in the kitchen table at the center of the room, there is just like a letter. Oh God. I thought it was going to be like his body or something. Fuck it. Let's go. Let's I, I go and read the letter. Hello, heroes. After the events last time, I thought you might be the ones who would come for me. Fuck you, letter. I'm afraid I have already taken off. I assure you, you'll hear from me again. Oh, God. Goddamn right I'm gonna hear from you again. Hey, Kit! You're calling Kit Deckard? Yes. This better be good, Balea. You hear about the shit that happened just now? No, I'm I'm knee-deep in my own shit right now. I just pulled a boat out of a building, and I've got the fucking guy who did it. Wait, a boat? Out of a building? Google Riverside. His name is Leland Kemp. Eco-terrorist with the green wave. 
I know I tell you it's important a lot. This guy's looking to kill a shit ton of people, kid. And I believe you, and that's a big deal, but I set you up with like a base full of research tech. Like I cannot be the guy for this right now. I am too I'm in the middle of something. That's fine. I figured I'd give it a go. Good luck. And I hang up. I'll be back at the base if anyone needs me. Do you want to have the veg out day while doing research? So you're going to have your veg out day? Yeah. Yeah. They're having their veg out day. I'm researching like my life depends on it. I offered to have the veg out day at the laser hut so we can, like, help research. I mean, but I'm doing no vegging is the point I'm trying to get across. We're trying. At least now we have dogs for the veg out day. Oh my god, are we- are- No, no, no. Here's my version of the veg out day. I have a bottle of vodka with me. That's fair. Are we introducing Yarkalen to dogs? Yes, you are introducing Yarkalen to dogs, and he is like a little perturbed at the idea at first. I go, they're friends! And adorable. Give them time to warm up to you. They're real loving. And you keep them inside where you live? Yes. Absolutely. I gesture around the warehouse. I've got the space, bud. And I, I look I look at Yardak, and I go, do our pets not a thing? Not really. They have the whole ocean. But then I want to turn to Yarkalen and say, but honestly, the dogs are probably my favorite part of the land. You chose correctly. I, I can't even be mad. And he's just like petting Bodega and Cafe. A curious people. Chapter 45, Hell Above. Masks and Mayhem uses the game Mutants and Masterminds, 3rd edition by Green Ronin Publishing. We are not affiliated. The show is written, produced, and forced to punch a boat by myself, R.C. Byler. You can follow the show for free forever on all major podcast platforms. If you like what we do, please tell a friend. It's the best way to help us reach more people. Our logo art is by Jen Evans, and our branding is by AJ Solomon. Our theme music is by Pope Brandon Brownson. Additional music credits, social media links, blog posts, and episodes can be found on our website at masksandmayhem.com. Well, how did we feel about today? I liked that the the villain was a boat. Because <laughs> <laughs> it felt like anytime there's any kind of boat that's crashing into something, I always think of Speed 2. Good. I've actually never seen Speed 2. I've seen, I've seen the first one. You're not missing out. I can't believe I saved the day by punching a fucking boat. I saved, I saved people. Yeah, you guys did a lot. I kept you all busy. Yeah, I, I discovered apparently I've got super strength. I'm like, fucking keep that in mind from now on. I mean, yeah, you're significantly stronger than the average person. Oh, yeah, but I didn't realize I was like, hold the building, I'm stronger. Well, only for, remember, you only hold it for a moment. You could feel your grip loosening. That's fine. That's still more beef than I thought I had. How did you feel about this non-traditional disaster challenge? Oh, I loved it. 
this was really fun. Like, it was fun being mostly on, like, um, damage control as opposed to, like, actual, like, combat combat. No, usually, uh, whenever I run a superhero campaign of any sort, um, every single time my first adventure has been something along these lines where the focus is not on combat whatsoever. It forces the players to think outside the box as far as what their powers can do and what they can be used for. So getting to actually experience that as a player, that was pretty fucking neat. I thought it was also interesting because like I the reason I had like I had so many things to do because I was interested to see what y'all chose to do and therefore like your Kalen and Hornet kinda had to like, you know, support whatever you weren't addressing. Right, right. Like I was interested I was I was surprised that uh y'all left the the boat propeller to to her i was more concerned about the building with people in it yeah and i figured that her with the little zappy could just do something with that as opposed to us who have more like strength and like other abilities i've got survivor's guilt as it fucking is (laughs) anything you did not enjoy because i was worried i might have felt you made you feel shoehorned no no uh yeah, that fucking bartender did not get me my whiskey on time and i'm still upset he was a little distracted brock Oh, and I wasn't- I was the one who had to fucking deal with it. 